Yeah, that's it. You can laugh if you want to. This is, it's a religion. And uh, we exist to talk about matters of faith, matters of uh, conscience, and the Word of God, the Word uh, that all of us should follow because it's how we're made. We're made to worship. And uh, some worship the one true King, the Lord Jesus Christ. Some worship themselves. Some worship many other things besides the one true God, true creator. But uh, we're not going to get into that. Uh, how do I want to say this? Welcome. It's, it's a religion. We're coming to you live from the Middle West of the divided states of America and to the Republic for which it stands, two nations under God, completely divided with liberty and justice for some. And uh, that's obviously changed a little bit since uh, about, well, let's see, 20, probably 40, about 60 years of progressive, well, let's say it's probably been over 100 years of progressive thought coming into the mix. Today's uh, edition of It's a Religion is more of a family edition. I've got my sons, Ethan and Evan. Are you guys going to say hi? Or, hi. Hi. Um, with. And uh, it's going to be a quick one today. I just want to get into a couple things. But I love that Come Together song. It's a really, I love it. Because at some point, we are going to come together. And every knee will bow. Every uh, individual will confess the Lord Jesus is the Lord of all. And uh, for those who have put their faith and trust in Christ in this life, that's going to be a beautiful day. And uh, what a beautiful thing that is, I believe. So, but I really enjoy that song, Come Together. It's a good song. Third Day, if you haven't ever heard it. And, uh, you know, this show exists to encourage people, to edify, to build up, and to talk about things from a real standpoint of what's going on in our society today in, in the united no the divided states of america um well that's interesting usa to dsa and uh it really should be what uh what it is now because you've got a rogue government um and that's what i think we ought to call it um with a lot of folks in this country that uh, are not not with it you know there's a segment that is most of those live in big cities that are godless people who worship at the foot of uh, the elite you know the government the system um, trying to maintain power and influence very much reminds me of the Pharisees back in Jesus day and uh, we're going to talk about that shortly but you know, on this show, we like to do some scripture every day and talk about the Lord Jesus and, um, you know, ways in which we should think according to the Bible. And then uh, we'll talk about uh, current events a little bit uh, from the perspective of faith and what what things truly mean uh, in the grand scheme of things. So we were in, uh, I was studying John chapter 12 today. And I'm going to read this. Nevertheless, this is the beginning of verse 42. Nevertheless, among the chief rulers also, many believed on him. because, But because of the Pharisees, they did not confess him. 
lest they should be put out of the synagogue. For they love the praise of men more than the praise of God. And then Jesus cried and said, He that believes on me believes not on me, but him that sent me. So when we put our faith in Christ, we put our faith in the one true God, Evan Daniel. But many people love the praise of men, the praise of each other, more than the, than the praise of God, more than being concerned with what God Almighty has to say about given situations and things. And some people misconstrue what they believe God would have to say about a situation. But how true is it that we, we a lot of times get so much more concerned about what other people are going to think, especially about what we believe and what we believe to be true? And, you know, no matter what you do in this life, you're going to walk on faith at some point. You have faith that the sun's going to come up tomorrow. So you don't worry about doing something today because you can put it off till tomorrow. That's faith. Um, you put faith in other people, other individuals to like a person that works like myself in a big organization. I have faith that others are doing their job so that I can be successful at my job. And, uh, you know, even in the church, I have faith that uh, people within the church that God has ordained in certain directions with certain gifts are going to live up to those gifts, at least to a certain extent, you know, because they have Christ, they have the Spirit of God, and uh, they're working in, in the same direction I am um, when it comes to uh, what we believe to be true. So, but... You know, the the fact that people are more concerned with other people think takes on a whole new level when you don't have God, when you don't have faith in the one true Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And if you don't, it, it can it can get to a point of uh, even worshiping or uh, the Bible calls it idols, idolizing um, what other people think. In given situations, you know, if you're trying to become a certain thing, um, I think pastors have a hard time with this sometimes because if they're good and they're good communicators, they can be put up on a pedestal and become like heroes to people or idols to people. And I can, you know, I'll be the first one to admit I, for a time in my walk on this journey, um, did that with certain individuals, put them on pedestals and thought they could do no wrong. And, uh, in a couple of those instances, I've been been uh, severely disappointed because I did that. There is only one that did this thing perfectly, this thing called life, and his name is Jesus Christ. So you you put your faith and trust completely in something else, even you know a spouse. Uh, that's not not going to bode well because it's not not true, not good, um, completely. Right. There could be a lot of good. You know, I, my wife, I have the best wife on this planet. And, uh, you know, she does many, many good things, but she even has her moments just like I do. Um, or my thoughts aren't the way that they should be. Or uh, I get mad at something that I shouldn't. Or, uh, you know, there's just it's it's the sinful nature that fights against us. And Paul talks about that in some of his letters. Um, you know, who shall save me from this body of death, he says at one point. But Jesus did. He already did that. So there's no need to, to fret about it. And, um, you know, it, it goes on to this life. But I just that statement in John chapter 12, for they love the praise of men more than the praise of God. It just really hit home today because 
I think a lot of us walk in this life based on that premise. You know, we're concerned about what our boss is going to think, what our spouse is going to think, what our uh, friends are going to think. Um, you know, if you're, uh, you have siblings, what they might think. Instead of going first and going, what does God think about this situation? What does he want for my life? What does he want for our country, for our county, for our state, for our city, right? Um, people don't talk in terms of that. And, uh, you know, it's because they, they tend to separate the, the secular from the religious. So, and that is my wife in the background. So there you go. So let's see, I had one more thing I wanted to hit on. There was a, apparently the House passed an infrastructure bill last night after hours of negotiations. It says this in the Epic Times. <coughs> Excuse me, after a day of negotiations, the House of Representatives passed a bipartisan $1.2 trillion infrastructure bill, sending it to President Joe Biden's desk late Friday evening. Now, how they can do this and then call a separate bill the budget bill, I don't know. That's only people in Congress can do that. But apparently the measure includes $550 billion in new spending for roads, bridges, highways, public transport, water infrastructure, which is a good thing. But uh, the final vote was 228 to 206, and uh, it would figure that um, 13 Republicans, which could have killed this thing, uh, which is why they can call it bipartisan, which cracks me up. You know, I mean, when you think about it, uh, 200, 200 Republicans did not vote for this. So how is it a bipartisan bill when a few, and these guys are just the ilk of society, in my opinion, um, voting for something that they should not have. But you've got a guy from New York, two guys from, three, four, four from New York, two from New Jersey, one from Alaska. What is his problem? And then the wonderful Adam Kinzinger, the uh, Republican in name only from uh, Illinois, um, Fred Upton, who uh, I just, that guy's, forget about it, Southwest Michigan. And I don't know why people keep putting him back in office. That is a joke. And then some bacon guy from Nebraska, guy from Ohio, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia, and it just, it makes me sad, but the it, it cracks me up that they call it bipartisan. That was the thing I wanted to highlight. There is no such thing as bipartisanship in this world. Um, you have people that believe different things about how the society should be, how it should be run. You might have areas that where you can agree, and uh, uh, the late, great Rush Limbaugh was pretty good at this. He says, no, those ideas need to be defeated because you can't, at this point in society, you 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 can't have bipartisanship. The people that voted for this bill and that have R next to their name are Democrats. They're not true Republicans. They're not people who love small government, who love local control, um, you know, and things of that nature. That just it doesn't. They're in the antithesis of each other. You know, small government, local control does not fit in a Democrat leftist. Um, secularist mindset, okay, that, uh, you know, they love big government, they love top-down control. Um, what's funny is, in reality, they want a supreme ruler, you know, they want somebody that can, you can kiss the ring, right, um, and really that person exists in the form of Jesus Christ, 
But he asks us to have certain attitudes, certain belief structures, and the way in which we approach things that they will never uh, want to subscribe to. And so, um, because they mock God in many, many ways. You know, when you talk about the created order and how things, uh, what God intended for men and women, and they just, they're trying to, to mix it all up and make it, uh, make it in their own vision. And when you have no foundation for anything, you know, if you believe in the, the structures of evolution and that's how we got here, um, you, you know, you can change every day because there's no meaning to anything. And it's uh, it's kind of a done deal. So that's it for today. Doing a quick one. Uh, just wanted to get something out there. Be encouraged. There's one person you can count on and his name is Jesus. And uh, be thankful for what you have. Uh, this country is still the freest country, I think, on earth. Um, and there's a lot of folks that want to keep it that way. So, you know, we'll see how it all plays out. God knows. He's not surprised. But don't fret. Enjoy what you have. Be thankful. And uh, even if you're in dire circumstances right now, look to God. Look at what he's doing in your life through that. And uh, hopefully when you come out on the other side, you'll see what he was doing all along. So be blessed. If you uh, want to contact us at all, it's ehud at itsareligion.org. Ehud at itsareligion.org. This is Ehud, son of Dennis. I'm telling you to have a great day. Things like me and her on a porch swing for summer nights and fireflies and the sound of my old six string. Blessings on blessings on blessings on blessings. If I still got breath in these lungs, then that's all I need to get down on my knees and be thankful for all.